0: Hey, it's K from the markay show you hear me every day at 11 a.m on news 104.5 wokv first of all thanks for listening to the markay show podcast second if you haven't yet please subscribe to the burish daily discussion podcast and jacksonville's morning news interviews and don't forget to head to itunes and google play and leave a review thanks again for listening sorry just got some sad news just got some sad news uh mean gene okerland from WWFWA Mean Gene is dead at 76 years yeah. of age Elizabeth has been a, and a big part of your success yeah. certainly she is a, a very attractive addition to the World Wrestling Federation you give her a lot of credit, do you not? Why shouldn't I put candy on your head right now? But I could take it right behind myself and throw it right on Elizabeth. Yeah, I was Mean Gene Ogreland interviewing Macho Man Randy Savage and Elizabeth uh, about candy. He went, then went on to smash the candy uh, dishes on his head. Not Mean Gene, Macho Man. Anyway, Mean Gene Ogreland was, uh, growing up, man, I mean, he was one of the, he really gave bald guys like me hope I mean, I wasn't bald back then. But when I became bald, I was like, well, you know, if Mean Gene can have a career in broadcasting with no hair on his head, clearly I can. Uh, somehow he was able to make it on TV. I just he had to sit here on the radio where no one can see me. But again, a tragic news. We just got word that Mean Gene Okerlund has died at age 76. So that's kind of it's kind of a bum makes me that's kind of a, bum, it's a little piece of my childhood just disappearing. Poof. Uh, into uh, into thin air. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. By the way, happy new year. <laughs> this is Walter in Jacksonville. Walter, thanks so much for calling, Mark. Keisha, how are you? Hey, Mark, how you doing? Good, like man. Show. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, hey, me too. I want to talk to you about uh, Romney's character. You know, they're trying to compare. You know, let's let's go back a few years here. You remember uh, when Romney was the governor of Massachusetts? I do. Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the uh, Romney Care? I do. Yeah, it was basically like Obamacare. It was a socialized medicine for Massachusetts that they paid yeah. for with the government. Yes, and it was funded by four hundred million dollars from Mister Ted Kennedy. Mm-hmm. That was a true fact. Yeah. So I mean, like, are you are you trying to debate the fact that that Mitt Romney's basically a, a Democrat? Because I think people have, <laughs> I don't think anyone would be surprised by that. No, but nobody found out about the $400 million until after uh, Obamacare passed. And then after, say, Kennedy passed, didn't it come out the fact that, you know, Care was funded by $400 million from American taxpayers? Yeah. Look, I mean, you're right about that. And the thing about Mitt Romney is that for whatever reason – he was able to and I mean, I know the re- he came into the whole thing with Mitt Romney in Massachusetts was that he was about as far from the conservative wing of the party as you could possibly be, which is what got him elected and what got his agenda items through. They were basically Democratic agenda items. And then when he came in to run for president, everyone thought, oh, he's going to be great for Obama because he is a he was a moderate. Basically, he was very similar to the other guy. Who uh, who failed to beat Obama? What was his name? Uh, John McCain. God rest his soul. You know, that was the yep. other thing. That's what happened. When you have moderates running in the party, they're going to lose all the time. Same thing with the Democrats. You can't have a moderate Democrat go out there and run for president. It just doesn't work. You need somebody who's far left to come on in and basically wipe out any and all moderate conservative voters. And that's exactly what Obama did. There's nobody farther left than Obama and he won hands down twice in a row. Donald Trump came in and he basically, he took conservatism to the far edge. To the far edge. And of course people call it all kinds of things. They call it fascism. They call it racism. They call it Nazism. They call it all these things and it's totally not. It's just take, it's just being uber conservative. And that's what wins elections. Mitt Romney is the first person that you will look at in a history book when they talk about how to lose elections. You take you take your conservative values and you start to blend them toward the middle. You take what all people believe you are, which is a Republican, and you start acting like a Democrat. Shortfire way to lose an election. Surefire way to keep your base from getting out there in big numbers and voting for you. And the same thing happened to John McCain. And when you have somebody as moderate as John McCain, as moderate as Mitt Romney going up against somebody as far left as Obama, it's a slam dunk for the Democrats. And when you have somebody like Donald Trump going up against Hillary Clinton, who not only is kind of liberal, kind of not. Well, I mean, she's, she's very liberal, but nowhere near Bernie Sanders. That was the biggest problem Hillary Clinton had. Bernie Sanders made her look like a moderate. Bernie Sanders is so far to the left that anybody you put next to him is going to look like a moderate. And that's one of the big reasons why Hillary Clinton lost. She also lost because she's a criminal. She's a crook. Her husband's horrible. And we feel like she's already passed away and she's just been weekend at Bernie for the last few years those are some other reasons but i mean look there's there's a couple of others uh there's a couple of other reasons out there that um you know that that mitt romney is is going to continue to fail at, at at getting any further in his political career hey thanks so much for the call we appreciate it when you're a mormon and you run for senate in utah as a republican you're going to i mean it's a pretty fair bet that you're going to it's tough to lose had he tried to do it in any other state I don't know that he would be successful. Now that he's won, he starts to attack the president. I think he's banking on six years, maybe 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 twelve total. Uh, and then, you know, then he'll do something else. Eight, five five seven, six, five one, oh four. but you know what enough about? Rama, I want to talk about something a little more. I want to talk about something a little more uh, exciting. I, a lot of people traveling. I know a lot of people are back today for the first time. Uh, people have been going uh, you know all over the country. They've been visiting relatives. A good friend of mine went to Paris for for a few days. And my wife was all like, "Um, I want to go to Paris. And then I was like, excuse me, we went to Epcot. The Paris of Florida is even actually better than Paris because you can drink champagne. You can eat beef bourguignon. You can see the Eiffel Tower sort of. And you can still get home to Jacksonville in time to watch Friends before bed. So in a way, I feel like Epcot trumps the actual the actual Paris. Uh, We did actually go to Disney, too. We went to we went to Epcot. We went to the Magic Kingdom, which was a blast. Except we went during the big winter cold snap of 2018 when uh, when we were at Magic Kingdom. The temperature in Orlando plummeted to 54 degrees. 54 degrees. I know I thought it was a misprint on my Instagram, but it was true. It was 54. It was super cold. Uh, it was so cold, in fact, in, in uh, Magic Kingdom and Orlando that there was no line for Splash Mountain. Which, if you've ever ridden Splash Mountain, you know... It's got to be cold for there not to be a line at Splash Mountain. There was no weight. There was, like, no weight whatsoever. And, you know, my kids are all like, oh, Daddy, there's no weight. Let's go on Splash Mountain. There's no weight. And I'm like, yeah, there's no weight because no one wants to get soaking wet when it's 54 degrees outside. But their kids, they don't understand that. All they think is fun to ride and no line. Let's go. Very similar to a girl I dated in college (laughs) once. Never mind. Never mind. That's a different story. Uh, So anyway, we go down the line and we walk right through and we get right on the ride. And, you know, there's there's the three of us because my wife is like, no freaking way I'm riding that thing at all. I mean, she doesn't ride rides when it's hot, let alone is she going to do it when there's, you know, not just a high upchuck factor, but also coupled with the added benefit of potentially getting hypothermia. So she's like, you go have fun, have some quality daddy time with the kids. I'm going to sit here, post something on Instagram and, uh, you know, get a get a LaFouze brew. So I take the kids to the ride and we walk straight through the turnstile and the little log thingy is there. And I'm thinking to myself, OK, now I don't want to get wet because I know that it's nighttime. It's cold. It's not going to get any warmer. There's no sun. And I don't want to walk around the park for the next four hours with my boxers soaked. So I remember that the wettest you get on this ride is if you sit on the ends, because they have the waterfall that comes on one side and you just sit there and it pummels you with water. And then the water splashes over the sides on the other side. So that comes in right in and, and gets you totally drenched. And I think to myself, okay, so I've got to sit in the middle. I need to sit in the middle because that's where the least amount of water comes in. And if I put myself in the middle, I have one kid on one side, one kid on the other side, they absorb all the water. You know, it's per it's the perfect plan. So I get in there, and and I'm like, all right, kids, now I'm going to sit in the middle. You guys can each sit on that way. Each one of you can sit next to Daddy. And for a minute, for a minute, they're like, okay, great. This is a fantastic idea. But my daughter, you know, and then they're not, neither one of them is little anymore. But my daughter, she's street smart. And she, as we walk closer, is going through the whole scenario in her head, too. And she's like, wait a minute. If Daddy's in the middle, I'm going to get wet. So she looks at me. She goes, no, I want to sit in the middle. And then I look at her and I go, no, I'll sit in the middle. You sit on the end. And she goes, no, I really want to sit in the middle. And then I know that she knows. And I'm like, no, no, no. She's like, I'm on to you, old man. I'm like, no, 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 no. Daddy is sitting in the middle. And we race to this log and I sit my big butt in the middle and I pity the one of them on the side. And she's still arguing with me when we start to move. And, we, and I'm like, oh, sorry, the bar's coming down. You are stuck. And I'll tell you what. Uh, there's very few things I do right as a parent. Sometimes I make mistakes. Sometimes I think something's going to be a good idea and it ends up with somebody crying and bloody. You know, but the, but sitting in the middle of the Splash Mountain ride was the best parenting decision I ever made because I was dry to the bone when we got off that ride and both my kids uh, were drenched in water. So I feel like that was a that was a big. One. They had a blast though because hey, no wait. No way. If you ever want to ride Splash Mountain, wait till it's 54 degrees outside and then go do it because uh, you'll get right on. 8, 855-765-1045. There's something my son asked me, though, during the uh, during the Splash Mountain ride that I actually had. I actually had, It was a question I had trouble answering. And I'll tell you what that was here in just a minute. 855-765-1045. More of the Marques Show coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. Mark K. Show. My name is Mark K. Thank you so much for joining me. today. Hour 2 Don't forget, we, uh, we start at 10 a.m. now, so if you're like, oh, man, if you're just waking up, oh, you're not going to get up earlier anyway, so yeah, but never mind. Uh, but for the rest of you, uh, 10 a.m. to noon now is our new uh, programming schedule, and you can see our completed up uh, completely updated schedule at wokv.com. If, you know, 10 to noon is too. You can't remember that? You can go there later. You can check it. Check it out, uh, WOKV.com. All right, so uh, so we're at Disney World, we're at Epcot, and uh, this does have a point, I promise you. Uh, and I'm riding, the, uh, I'm riding the Zippity-Doo-Dah ride it? Splash Mountain with my kids, and I've got them uh, one on one side, one on the other. And we've ridden this ride a ton of times, but every year they get older and older, and they see something new or they see something different, and, you know, they, they always ask me questions, and they've still never seen, I don't think, Song of the South, which is the movie that the whole ride is based on. Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Fox, Br'er Bear. Br'er, Porcupine, there's Br'er and everything's there. And, uh, and we're looking and you know, my son's asked me questions. question. He's like, Daddy, what is this movie? And I go, Song of the South. And he's like, Daddy, who's that guy? I go, that's Uncle Remus. And we're walking around and he looks at me and he goes, Daddy, is this ride racist? <laughs> and I'm like, and I stop and I think about it. but Because, you know, what I don't want to just blurt out an answer. I want to give it some thought. And I think to myself, I'm looking around, you know, and there's all this stuff. And I go, you know, probably a little. But who's really to say? Who's really because you know back in the fifties apparently everything was racist. You know you can't watch the Flintstones anymore because that was racist. Or you can't watch the uh, you know, movies were or, ra- or sexist. That's the other thing too with the whole Me Too movement. Nothing that was good back then is is okay now and appropriate. So I look at and I go ah you know son it it all it's in the way that you look at things. Uh, it, it's just a happy little story about a, a fox and a bear who were trying to kill a rabbit. You know, and that's and that's really what you should take away from it. just remember that it's a fun story and then they go, Do they kill and he goes, Do they kill the rabbit? And I go, Well, I don't want to give away the ending. You know, but then of course you get to the end of the ride and you see a Rabbit's there and and uh and then you you splash. So I I think he figured it out that uh you know, my oh my, it's a wonderful day does not mean that anybody dies in the end. Um, although you never know, <laughs> you never know. Some movies, somebody dies. You're like, oh, thank God they died. Other oh, old jerk face. Um, but you know, but anything really can be racist. For example, a hat, a hat can be totally racist, uh, especially if that hat says "Make America Great Again." And there is, and there's documentation about that. It was just you know, like ten years ago, a hat was a hat. And you can walk into a store with a hat and not have to worry about anything. Now, you walk into a store with a hat, you may be refused service. You may be refused to be waited on. You may be verbally and and physically assaulted. You may have the store clerk threaten to call the cops on you. In fact, that's what happened to this dude who walked into a vape store with a Make America Great Again hat on. Lucky for us... He also had his cell phone on and was recording the entire thing. Here we are at Exhale Vapor City in Tucker, Georgia, and I have just been asked to leave the store. Yeah, Exhale Vapor City in tucker georgia where he's just been asked to leave the store he greeted me that was he talks about sorry the guy uh he calls him a ginger which also could be racist i don't know uh he calls him a ginger behind the counter and talks about how this guy uh you know greeted him and then basically threw him out he greeted me that was nice i did find the item that i wanted and the Sir? next thing he said was if that you he'd like me to leave if you do not stop recording in my store i'm going to call the police and ask you to leave now please call the that would be awesome that'd be <laughs> Way. I would like to point out that the that the that the calm and the demeanor of the guy who's videotaping this whole thing is fantastic, and it's very typical of what you'll find, I believe, from the traditional people who wear the Make America Great Again hat. And it's the other people, the ones who don't like the hat, who really kind of fly off the handle and don't know how to how to keep their emotions in check. I am looking forward to releasing this video because I just want to purchase something. You <sighs> <off. laughs> racist yeah Race, right. and he looks he goes racist i what, what are you talking he goes yes racist and almost on cue he turns the camera to pan to the store and the only other customer is a black guy and i'm like what are the odds what are, and he looks, it's almost like it was totally set up. You got the crazy uh, liberal vape guy screaming and yelling to get out and cursing. And he comes over, starts taking swings, calls the guy a racist. The guy turns the camera. There's a black guy there who looks at him and just shrugs his shoulder like, I don't know what he's, <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> and the whole time he's screaming and yelling about, call, there's more. There We, we got to take a quick break. Uh, after the news, after the traffic, after the weather, after everything, I'll play you the, the remaining part of this freak out if you haven't heard it yet. But just know, your hat could be racist. It's true. 855-765-1045. It's the Mark K Show. More coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. Mark K! Two hours a day! Hey, hey, hey! It's great that my name rhymes with you know, so many words. <laughs> Mark K! Two hours a day! Hip hip hooray! Okay! K, well, hey, whatever, I guess K and K, that's not really, not really right. 855-765-1045. By the way, if you want to send us any open mic messages too, uh, you can you can do that in our News 104.5 WOKV mobile app. It's free on the Google Play Store, on the iTunes Store, whichever one that's there. And all you do is you hit the button, you talk into it, and you send it in, and you can send us any kind of open mic message you want about how much you love the show, about how much you hate the show, about how excited you are for the new year. I just seen 2018. It ran up my backside and kicked my butt and headed out the door. Yeah, so that guy, I guess that was. I guess he's excited about the new year. Hopefully, this new year won't run up his backside either. And then head out the door uh, because that would just be well, would just be rude. Uh, all right, speaking of rude. Uh, so this guy in uh, Georgia, he goes into a vape shop and he's wearing a hat that says "Make America Great Again." And the clerk uh, threatens to call the cops on him. He greeted me. That was nice. I did find the item that I wanted, and the next Sir? thing he said was if that you he'd like me to leave. If you do not stop recording in my store, I'm going to call the police and ask you to leave now. Please call the. That would be awesome. That'd be, all, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Let's get the police in here. The guy's thinking, I want this video to go viral and i mean you don't need the police involvement to do so then what's even more shocking is this clerk continues to i mean the easy thing if you want somebody out of your store you sell them the item that they want you put it in the bag and they leave Right. And then you say, please never come here again. But he doesn't do that. He continues to go on his tirade. And he even calls, I guess, the manager of the store to to explain why he doesn't want to serve this guy in the Make America Great Again hat. I'm not serving anyone that, that has to do with that. I'm, I'm he's sorry. a treasonous. I'm. Yeah, he's a treasonous blank hole is basically what the guy said. and he's saying that to his boss. Now, imagine. You are in a store, you are at work, whatever, you're maybe I don't know, you maybe you're a a nurse, maybe you um you work for a contract, whatever. You're working a customer Whether it's a patient, whether it's an actual customer because you work retail, whether, you know, you're in sales like we have here, a customer comes up to you wearing a Make America Great Again hat or a Donald Trump T-shirt or something along those lines. And instead of doing business with that person, you start to cuss them out, threaten to call the cops, call your boss and then explain that you're not doing business with them because the president is a treasonous blank hole now. What do you expect is going to happen? Your boss is going to take your side? Is this that restaurant in Virginia that threw out Sarah Huckabee Sanders where the staff all got together and they took a vote and they refused to serve her? So the manager had to come out and say, excuse me, we took a vote and we've decided not to serve you. You're going to have to leave. Is that what he's hoping would happen? But no, he calls his boss. I mean, if, if that were me, I don't even know how I would react. I don't have any employees. The other Josh isn't really my employee. Uh, so I don't know. But also, I don't think he would act that way. Would you? Yeah. He, oh, he would. Okay. All right. Uh, but <laughs> oh, but not for a Trump hat. For a diff- oh, I got gotcha. uh, you. Yeah, maybe if they're wearing some other weird garb, you know, you might you might have some kind of overreaction. But it, it's just interesting to me that this is the mentality that not only does this, this guy think he's right, but if he calls his boss, his boss is going to take his side. I don't have I'm a problem sure with you, you sir, no, whatsoever. I don't. I just want good health care for my kids. I don't have a problem with the color of your skin. Yeah, so anyway, this guy, Clark is accusing you of being a racist. The only other customer in the store happens to be a black guy. And the dude with the camera turns to him and starts talking to him directly. I don't have a problem with you, sir, whatsoever. I don't. I just want good health care for my kids. I don't have a problem with the color of your skin or yours. I don't want to, I don't have, I don't care about health about anything. I just want good health care. I want to keep some more of my money. I want our border secure. I want us to have a strong military. The list can go on and on and on. Really, the guy just wanted some like cherry flavored vape juice or whatever it was. He didn't even, he wasn't even looking for a fight. Dude, dude, you- go ahead, take another swing at it. Make contact with me one more time. I'm going to make a deal with you. I want to purchase that vape juice. No. If you sell it to me, no. I will. If you sell Get it to me, I will. Look, if you sell it to me, I I won't call the police. What you did was assaulted me. What I need is that for my wife. If you sell it to me, I won't call the cops and press charges on you for assault. I won't call corporate and get you fired. Just sell me the product so I can leave. I mean, now it's getting heated. All I want is the vape juice for my wife. It's not even for him because no dudes could admit they want the cherry flavored vape juice. I just came in here for some cherry flavored vape juice. Or my wife, because I don't, I get the manly flavor. Like, I don't even know what, I don't even know what flavored vape juice. I think they probably have all, you know, like you're not going to walk in there and get bubblegum. I just need the bubblegum vape juice for my daughter because I don't, I don't vape that bubblegum stuff. But anyway, the guy's like, look, I'll make you a deal. Sell me the product and I'll leave. Sell me. And the other guy's screaming, no. He's like, just give me the vape juice. I'll give you the money. We'll do a a transact, an economic transaction. Just like this store was set up to do. This is a retail location. Your whole goal is to make money. I have money. I want to give it to you in exchange for a good. That's why you're here. You're not here to scream and yell at me and refuse me service because I'm wearing a black hat that says, make America great again. Not even the red hat. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the hubbub this guy would have put out if it had been the red hat? I'm old. I only stutter. I I, mean, I can't even think about it. I if it were the red hat, forget it. There would have, the guy would, I mean, he would have just hit him. The guy's head would have exploded. Anyway, he keeps going. I mean, this thing isn't even half over yet. We're talking about like a 12-minute video. What do you want? Naked in a the strawberry in a f- six milligram. Where do you see naked right here. This. Sh- where is it? Where this. The f- right that? there. Here. Right next to that. In a six milligram. Make sure it's a six milligram, so I don't have to come back. You're not coming back, my And so now they're getting there. Now they're getting there. It's close. It's like the, it's like we're trying. And this is something that I think we can. It's almost like if you watch uh, Donald Trump and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Do you remember that press conference that they all had where it was just supposed to be like a, let's meet the press, let's take some photos, but Donald Trump like escalated it into a into a, a like a full on debate. And, and Nancy Pelosi was like, excuse me, you're not getting money for the wall. And Trump was like, excuse me, Nancy, I don't have the votes, but I'm not, we're going to shut down the government. And, and Chuck Schumer was all like, you, that's on you. He's like, I'll take it. I'll own it, Chuck. And everyone was freaking out like they were going to start hitting each other. And everyone was like, let's take this into private. That's exactly what's happening. And now what's happening and hopefully what will happen with the president and with Congress, the new Congress that's being that's coming in tomorrow. As soon as this happens, hopefully now we can break down and we can we can scream and yell at each other. We can scream and yell at each other. But all Donald Trump wants is the strawberry vape juice in the six milliliters. Make your milligrams. I don't even know how they make sure it's the six milligrams, by the way, because he, he just wants five billion dollars for the wall. And you can yell and scream and you can curse my name and you can call your boss and you can refuse me service. But in the end, that's all I want. I want five billion dollars in strawberry vape juice. And if you get it to me, I'll go. And so they start to do business together. Almost. God bless America. Capitalism wins again. F*** you capitalism. F*** you president. He's a racist, stupid piece you're right. Me? I think we missed one. Yeah, dump that one. So I think we, I think we, missed, we missed one there. That's right. It's a lot of cursing. Anyway, so what happens is in the end, the guy is screaming and yelling about capitalism while he's being a capitalist. I mean, you're working in a store for paycheck. You're trading your time for money. That is capitalism. And so in the end, what happens is they go through the whole, they go through the whole process, and uh, I believe, I believe what happens is, does he actually buy it? Does he get it in the end? No, he doesn't actually get it in the end. And they try to get it rung up. Man, f- get it. Sell it to me. me. No, it. No, no. No, sell it me. Sell Call it to me. It's your job, your freedom. Sell me this sh- yeah. So they never get, the, they never get the transaction done in the process. And, uh, and the whole thing just blows up in their face. So it is a way, in a, in a, in a little tiny way, what happened with this Trump voter, or this Trump supporter in the, in the Make America Great Again hat and this, uh, this, this uppity store clerk in Georgia at the vape store. If those two people could have made this, the deal, it really would have said more uh, for our government as a whole, because it's a little kind of microcosm of what's happening in Washington and in the rest of the country. Hopefully, when Donald Trump meets with congressional leaders later today and through the week, and hopefully as they work together to end this government shutdown and secure our border, hopefully in the end it will work out a lot better than this and nobody will leave screaming and yelling. And in the end, Donald Trump will be able to get the six milligrams of strawberry vape juice that he wants for his wife. AKA five billion dollars for the wall. Eight five five seven six five one oh four five is our number. Eight five five seven six five one oh four five is the number. We gotta take a quick break. More of your phone calls coming up. This is the Mark K Show on News one hundred four point five W O K V the mark k show my name is mark K. I i got a new drum set for christmas ain't hey, i awesome listen yeah that's great uh 855-765-1045 <laughs> also i say ain't now that's my new year's resolution is to talk worse than i did uh, than i did before 877 855-765-1045 by the way here's what i want you to do story we didn't get to today and I, I you know what and i'm so sure show- we have two hours now And uh, the other Josh and I were going through stories, and he's sending me all this information. We had tons of open mics, and we had the vape story, and I had the really compelling and hilarious story about me getting my kids soaked in Splash Mountain. We talked about Mitt Romney for like an hour. And I I swear to God, I thought we were going to be able to jam all this stuff into two hours. And lo and behold, here we are. It's two hours. We didn't even get to the uh, Jaguars-Leonard Fournette story that I wanted to get to. do, Do not hold up three fingers. We do not need three hours. We literally just got two. And we weren't even sure we were going to fill them. Put those, put without two fingers or one. That's all I want to see out of you. Uh, anyway, so we, we didn't get to this Leonard Fournette story, but we will get to it tomorrow. Here's what I want you to do. Leave me an open mic message. Today, throughout the day, and then tomorrow morning when we start at 10 a.m., we'll be able to kick it off. The Jaguars have voided guaranteed money in Leonard Fournette's contract because he missed so many games due to, you know, suspensions, basically. He was injured for some of them, but a couple of them, he was just punching people on the other team and getting himself suspended. And because of the NFL suspensions, they voided uh, they voided his his guaranteed money or his guaranteed bonuses, which makes me think. First of all, you've got a really horrible agent because guaranteed money is supposed to be guaranteed, and if the team can just void it, um, then that doesn't really doesn't really bode well. Anyway, uh, he's going to file agreements with the league. Coach Moenra has already said that he didn't even play in the last game. There's a lot of stuff going back and forth, but here's my question: If you have guaranteed money in a contract. And you get suspended. Should you still be given that money or were the Jaguars right to hold that money back and say, look, you didn't play because you got off the, you got off the bench and went and slugged somebody on the opposing team. You got yourself suspended. We're not paying you that money that, that you're owed. Who's right? Who's wrong? Leonard Fournette or the Jacksonville Jaguars? 855-765-1045 855-765-1045 is the number. But send me an open mic message, and uh, we can kick off tomorrow with that topic too. Unless, of course, something big and huge happens. And as, you know, when Donald Trump's tweeting, that could have it happen at any moment. Let's go to uh, Doc, who's been waiting very patiently. What's up, Doc? How are you? Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year, my brother. My question is: Do you think that store where the guy just went crazy? Uh, do you think that store will still be on fire if it was a black guy came in there with a with a uh, Uh, Obama shirt and Obama hat and he went off like that on the same black guy with the same words. Do you think that store will be on fire? The city will be on fire? The nation will be on a race war fire? Because uh, conservatives, we would just sell them and take the money, but these liberals are going nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and that's a true conservative with conservative. And, and and I really appreciate what this guy was talking about with capitalism, because, you know, oh. most conservatives are just capitalists. We just want more of our own money. We just want better health care. Want- but you're right when it, it, it becomes emotional on the other side. Had it been the other way around. Where you have a, a guy in an Obama shirt, an Obama hat, black guy goes into the store, tries to buy some strawberry vape juice for his wife or whatever, and and they it gets refused service because of the Obama shirt. A hundred percent, that store store would be shut down. There would be marches on the store. There would be GoFundmes. Go, you know, people would be George Soros would be bussing in vapors from all over the world to go in there in Obama shirts. That's exactly what would. You're a hundred percent right. But it doesn't work that way because as, as, as Republicans, as capitalists, all we really care about is money. And we, you know, you can wear whatever you want. If you're going to pay, if you walk in here, you could walk into the radio station with an Obama shirt, an Obama hat. You could have Obama tattooed on your face. You could be Barack Obama. If you're going to hand me cash for whatever reason, you are more than welcome to come in to the radio station. You can sit down. If it's enough money, I'll even put you on the air. And you can say whatever. That's how we work. That's our job. Our, In fact, in just a few minutes, I'm going to leave and you're going to hear a bevy of commercials from people who have given us money to be on the air. And we don't care what they're wearing. We don't care what kind of hats they have. We don't care what they look like, who they voted for, their heritage, what God they believe in. All we care about is, did their check clear? Great. Play their commercial. And that's why capitalism in my humble opinion, is the most peaceful and the best political system of them all. All right, i got to go because they only pay me for two hours, and I'm a capitalist. If you're not going to pay me, I'm out. We'll be back tomorrow, though, at 10 a.m. Don't forget, leave me an open mic message right now. Should the Jags pay Fournette the money that he's owed, his quote-unquote guaranteed money, or should they keep it because he got himself suspended so much? Leave me an open mic message. We'll play those tomorrow. Stay tuned for the news and Rush Limbaugh next on News 104.5 WOKV. Got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just mind getting it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work. Knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K Show starts, starts right now. Mark K two hours a day. <laughs> I almost forgot. By the way, <laughs> thank you guys for all those open mic messages yesterday. I swear to God. Last night I was sitting there lamenting the fact that I had to come back to work after a long hiatus, and I and I go on Facebook and the Leslie Randall wrote, "OMG, I'm so excited! Tomorrow the Mark K show starts at 10 a.m." And I was like, "Oh crap!" So I wrote, "Thanks so much for the reminder. I really appreciate." No, it's true. It's true. You know, you get into a rhythm and you get into a routine, and then all of a sudden the routine just gets totally uh, flipped up on its up, you know, up on its well, whatever part of its body it's. Flipped up, You know, I don't want to I don't want to get impersonal with it, but uh, but but we're really excited. It's a new year. It's the same old show. It's just longer. And I don't want people getting it, you know, because a lot of people are are really excited. We're not changing anything except the length. We're just, you know, it's the same kind of weird. There'll be a lot of stuttering on my part like there usually is. Your open mic messages. Lots of phone calls. We'll play some stupid games. We'll talk about politics. We'll talk about local um, events that are going on. Uh, We won't talk about the Jaguars for a while. Thank God for that. And then, you know, we'll uh, we'll also we'll see what's on your mind. We'll see what's on my mind. There'll probably be some dead air from time to time, just like the old show, only, only twice as long. So I don't want you to get to don't get too excited. Uh, but anyway, if, and also, if you were if you were turning, tuning in right now, hoping to hear Brian Kilmead, I apologize for that. I absolutely nothing to do with that. Nothing. He's on still a nine to ten, and then I think he's on again later. You know what? Check wokv.com. They've got the. I got an email. I could forward it to you from the boss, and he was just like, "Hey, here's the deal. Um, here's what's going on." Uh, but anyway, before we get into anything really important, I'm really excited to kick off the new year with one of our favorite games. And for those of you that uh, aren't maybe familiar with the show, because again, you're hearing it for the first time. You know, you're you're used to. Let's say you're the kind of person who's in your car or by a radio from 10 a.m. to 11 every day, and you get to listen to Brian. Kilmeade. And, you know, you all, oh God, I love him talking about baseball and his new book. It's my favorite things in the world. And so your whole life you've been listening to Brian Kilmeade. But now you hear me and you're like, I have no idea who this guy is. I have no idea what his show's all about. I don't know if he's funny or entertaining or informative or none of the above. I don't know any of that. Well, one thing you should know is that we like to play games and we're going to kick off today with a game. A game that we haven't played in a while, but it's one of our favorites. And that game is uh, Mark K's Secret Sound. Mark K's Secret Sound. Now, here's how this one works. I'm about to play you a secret sound. This is a sound. Something made this sound. Alright, now you have to listen to it very carefully, you have to try to figure out what made this sound, and if you know, you pick up the phone and you dial 855-765-1045 and tell me. The first person to correctly identify the sound gets a fantastic prize. A Mark K Show two-hour t-shirt. It's just like the regular Mark K Show t shirts just extra long. Okay, it's like a two XL. Uh, plus, we'll throw in some WOKV crap for you. And all you have to do, like I said, is tell us the uh, the secret sound. Now, here, it is, listen very carefully because this one could be tricky. Okay, but listen if you if you've been ar- around a television or if you've been around the internet for the past couple of days, you may know what this is. But listen very. Crank up the radio. You know, tell everyone around you. Shh. This is very important. Here is today's secret sound. <laughs> There you go. Let me play it for you one more time. All right. There you go. If you think you know what thats six five one zero four five. That's a Brian Kilmeade fan hearing that our show is now two hours. <laughs> I'm just <kidding. laughs> Eight five five seven six five one oh four five. What is that secret sound? If you know, we're gonna get you a Marquis show shirt. Uh, like I said, and some W O K V swag as well. <laughs> that should be that should be very exciting. Oh, and by the way, great news for you procrastinators. The Feast of Three Kings is this weekend. I found this out. Very important. The Feast of Three Kings is, it's a high holy day. And I know what you're thinking. I don't care. I'm not I only go to church on Christmas and Easter. Well, the good news is that because it's a high holy day, you can actually leave your Christmas decorations up until then. So for those of you that didn't go out like Rich Jones, that guy annoys the pants off of me. I go on like the Rich Jones. First of all, he works all through the holiday. And then like he makes you feel guilty for taking time off to spend with your family. First thing he says to me is, oh, you still work here. <laughs> and I looked at him. And I was like, I actually work here twice as much now. Thank you very much. Uh But I go on Instagram like literally it was Christmas Day like the next day, like the 26th, I woke up at like 7 a.m. I get my phone. I go on Instagram. The first thing I see is a photo of Rich Jones's Christmas tree laying by the side of the road. And I'm like, dude, the, the, the Christmas tree guys ain't even coming around for a week. But he's like, no, no, Christmas is over. We're moving on to the next holiday. The tree is at the curb. And I was like, all right, man. Uh, I was like, whatever. Uh, but if you're not a Rich Jones type, if you're more like a Mark K type, you have until January 6th officially to leave your Christmas decorations up uh, because that is the Feast of the Three Kings. 855-765-1045. All right, let's get back to the game. Shall we? Let's get back to a little uh, Mark K. Let me get the uh, music back on here. There we go. Mark K's Secret Sound. We're going to see if we can't get a winner. We're going to go first to uh, Steve. Steve is in Jacksonville. Steve, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Happy New Year. How are you? Steve, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll go to Wendy instead. <laughs> Wendy. Uh, Wendy, Happy New Year. How are you? Can Wendy not hear me? Can anyone hear me over there, Josh? What, maybe Josh, needs the, the other Josh, push the button. The one that makes people able to hear me. Wendy, can you hear me? Um, I'm here. You sounded really weird on my phone. Yeah, I sound like really weird. weird person. Person. How do I sound now? Do I sound any better? Bro. Hmm. <laughs> Probably not. Let's put her back. Let's put her back up. What the we'll hell? Did you? The I think it's a goat bleeding, but, uh, you know, I, I can't hear you. So uh, oh, I'm yeah. Sorry. That's no. Hey, no, no problem at all. That's that's a, kind of a bummer. Hey, uh, what do we do to the phones while I was gone? They were all working fine the last day of the year. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Let's try Jamie in Keystone. Jamie. Hey, how you doing? Jamie there. All right. Well, we'll let the we'll, we'll let hello the, hello is this Jamie? Okay, good. We'll let the good dudes in the booth. You know, we're going to have a a really difficult time doing a two hour show if the phones aren't working. That's all. I'm just going to put that out there. So we might we might want to start making some calls to uh some some call. Let's try one more. Maybe maybe it's just the first four lines that don't work. Bill and Hastings, how are you? Yeah, no, that's not going to gonna work either. Uh, 855-765-1045. We're going to get the engineers on the phone. We're going to try to remedy the situation ASAP. Otherwise, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going back on vacation. It's the Mark K Show, 855-765-1045. One extra hour, six fewer phone lines than last year's show. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back on News 104.5 WOKV. Is Mark Kay. Thank you so much for joining me today. Well, happy New Year! Uh, we're not. We think we may have solved the problem, uh, but you know, we also think we re- we also think we're better looking than we are. <laughs> so there's there's that. Uh, let's see. That. Hey, what's up? By the way, we're uh, we're in the middle of a brand new secret sound game, which is very exciting. I always get excited because you know you really need th- this isn't a game you can play like every single day. You really need like a good sound, and uh, we're trying to. We're wait. Hold on. Now I can't hear. Now I can't hear this. Oh no, now what's going on? Now I can't hear my stuff. What's going on? There's some, I don't know what's, I don't know what's happening. Did you take me out of the, cause I can't hear my... Oh, there we go. Alright, perfect. you take a couple weeks off and you bring it what happens is they bring in like the part-time crew and they start hitting buttons and you know this is why we should have our own studio i'm going to go and i'm going to i'm going to with a lock on the door so nobody can go in and mess with any of the settings 855-765-1045 all right let me play the sound for you one more time and if you think you know what this uh, secret sound is all you have to do is call up and uh, tell me and if you're the, if you're correct and if we can hear you on the phone and if you can hear us then uh, we'll give you a Mark K show 2 hour t-shirt along with some WOKV stuff here it is one more time listen carefully what is that (laughs) secret sound this is jamie in keystone jamie for the love of god do you think you can hear me i yeah i can hear you oh wow absolutely that almost never happens (laughs) i already feel like a winner that's amazing uh jamie thanks so much for calling the marcus show what do you think that secret sound is I think it's a I think it's a goat. <laughs> you think it's a goat? Let's listen to Well, I've heard that sound plenty of times, but I it, and it sounds like a goat. All right, let me hear. It. Let's play one more time. <laughs> that does sound a little bit like a goat. It's not a goat though. But that was okay. A, that was a very good guess. Hey, thanks so much for the call, Lenny on the West Side. How are you, Lenny? I'm doing well. Thank oh, you. Great, Man, Lenny. I'm. Just, it's you know what? It's so great that you can hear me. That's yeah, on, I can it, very it's, farewell. It's nice to be heard, uh, Lenny. What do you think that sound is? I, I heard that last night. It was the sound of the Georgia Bulldogs choking. <laughs> that's a really good guess. I'm sorry, but that, that's not that's not it. I was uh that was funny. Uh, this is Bill in Hastings. Hi, Bill. How are you? Hi. Can you hear me now? Oh yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Awesome. Look at that. Uh, What do you think? I was thinking it might be one of those party favors that you blow into and the paper tongue comes out. I think they call it a flugelhorn or something like that. Flugelhorn, yeah. That's not a bad idea. It sounds like, uh, or like one of those old timey cars that goes, you know, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. That's not it, actually. But a good guess, Bill. Okay, good. Not a flugelhorn. We got By the way, Josh, uh, we got to get a flugelhorn for use on this show. We're gonna uh, we're gonna Google that and get it at uh, Amazon. Over Karen in Jacksonville, how are you, Karen? Hi. Hi, Karen. What do you think that uh, secret sound is? Any idea? Yes, that was the CNN guy choking over his tequila shot. The, <laughs> the CNN guy choking over his tequila shot. That is correct actually. That is that is Anderson Cooper from CNN doing a tequila shot live on New Year's Eve with Andy Cohen from Bravo and choking almost to death on it. Great job, Karen. Congratulations. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. you got some. Sounds like you got Anderson Cooper in the back there doing something too. Karen, congrats! We're gonna we're gonna hook you up with a Mark K. Show prize pack, a Mark K. Show T-shirt, and of course uh, some other fantastic swag. Listen one more time. We have the extended version here, actually too. You know what? Everybody seems to be having a great time. She's got a good drinker. He's not, a, he's not a big drinker, but that's the problem with Anderson Cooper. He's not a big drinker, which, if you listen to him during the news, and if you listen to the things he said, you'd think that he was always drunk, uh, but but he's not. Anyway, great job is a great round. Mark K's secret sound. You know, once we could get the phones working, it, it turned out to be a great round, and we'll be doing that, you know, for, again, for those of you that have never heard the show, you're tuning in for the first time, or you're expecting to hear Brian Kilmeade, and you hear us playing Anderson Cooper, vomiting on tequila. That's the kind of show we got, folks. That's what we're all about here. It's news. It's entertainment. You know, not necessarily stuff you can use, but stuff that's guaranteed to put a laugh on uh, or a smile uh, on your face and a T-shirt on your back. So, Karen, hang tight. We're going to hook you up with that. Uh, That's going to be awesome. And like I said, we're going to play games periodically throughout the week because uh, yeah let work for us. Games are a lot easier to put together than actual hardcore substantive news reporting. You know, you got to go out, you got to chase sources and leads, you've got to what is it? You've got to get the um, what do you, the, the fact checking? That's like the worst. You don't know how do you know how long it takes to check one fact? I don't. I've never done it in my entire life. Uh, but you know playing games that's super simple. So like I said, we're going to do a lot more of that um throughout the week and throughout the show which is now 2 hours If uh, you haven't already heard it now, speaking of speaking of games and things like that, we do have a lot of open mic messages that we like to play, too. Um, And again, if you're new to this hour, we have something on our mobile app. It's fantastic. It's called the open mic feature. And it comes in handy if you're sitting in traffic and you don't want to use your phone. Uh, It comes in handy if you want to yell and scream and not have anyone talk back. It comes in handy, you know, the weekly day that our phones don't work actually here um, for us to communicate back and forth. And you can send us an open mic message at any time. You don't have to wait for a specific time to get the open mic message out. You can do it at any time. Um, and what we were actually we asked people to do is we asked people to send us open mic messages about their New Year's resolutions. Because it seems like everybody... Comes up with some kind of New Year's resolution. It seems to be the thing to do. And whatever your New Year's resolution is, oftentimes you break it. Some are funny, some are serious. I ran into a guy in the hall, a guy that works with us. He came in actually to say hello, which is weird. He never talks to me. And I said to him, "Did you make New Year's resolutions?" He goes, "Yeah." And I go, "What was your New Year's resolution?" He goes, "Do better." (laughs) I was like, "Perfect." He's from New York, so he speaks with an accent. But uh, but do better was is just do better in what in any what at work and just you know all around like all around just do better at everything so uh that you know which is a great it's a great uh, resolution You know, and a lot of other people have made other uh, similar resolutions as as well, and they're sending us open mic messages. So if you haven't yet downloaded the News 104.5 WOKV mobile app, do so. Go to the open mic message section. It's really self-explanatory. You hit a button, you record a message, boom, it comes right here to the studio, and we play it on the air. My New Year's resolution is to stop sticking my foot in my mouth so often. I'll bet yours is losing weight, huh? See, just like that guy. Just like that guy. Oh, you know what you can call us up, too? 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. Yeah, this New Year's, I resolve not to make any resolutions. Thank you. Well, You know, that's always a, that's always a, that's the first one you break, though. If you resolve not to make resolutions, you've already broken it before you've made it. So try not to do that. 855-765-1045 or send us your open bank message. What is your one great big New Year's resolution for 2019? This is the Markay Show. We'll be right back on News 104.5 WOKV. Oh, yeah, it is. Don't worry. We're going to get to the Romney letter here. just Somebody was like, hey, can you talk about Romney? I mean, I'd rather not. But, yeah, we're going to talk about Rom- Mitt Romney, who becomes a Republican senator from Utah later today. Even though, he, uh, I don't even know if he's convinced yet that he is a Republican. Well, you know, we'll get into that here in just a minute. Also, uh we'll get to some more of your New Year's resolutions, too. But, uh oh, and there was, you know, one of the things, because uh, the other Josh and I were talking earlier today about, you know, what are we going to talk about? What's going on? What not to talk about? The, the thing about Facebook, and somebody... All right, let me get my thoughts together before I start. Somebody always says to me, you know, I'm going to do less social media this year, or I'm going to stay off Facebook. That's one of my resolutions. Some people will do like a dry January where they don't drink for an entire month. I don't trust those people, by the way. Uh, and some other people will take what they call a... um and they'll fast from, uh you know, and from their phone or from their Facebook, a Facebook fast, an Instagram fast. They'll just take an entire month off. And in this day and age, I feel like that's actually not only irresponsible but a really bad idea because some of the most entertaining things I saw over the uh, over the holiday weekend or over the holiday break were from social media. For example, the vape store, Donald Trump hating clerk. Who went on a just a ridiculous tirade, uh, for a customer who wore a make America great again. That and we'll get into that. So I have that whole story. We have all the clips and things we're going to talk about that. But you know, it's, it's just kind of, it, it's interesting to me how going into 2019, Mitt Romney is already starting, uh, to attack the president. Mitt Romney is beginning his, his course in the Senate or his senatorial career now, um, with an attack on Donald Trump, which seems to be. I mean, it didn't work for anybody in 2018. Now heading into 2019, people are still taking a taking, you know, that playbook and they think it's uh, and they think it's a good idea. You know, it'd be like the Jaguars continuing with the same quarterback. They even know that's a bad idea. They look. The whole Blake Bortles thing didn't work. So going forward, we're gonna we're gonna move on from that. But Republicans and Democrats and everybody else is they're starting the same uh, in 2019 as they started in 2018 and as they ended in 2018. And that is by attacking the president's character. And you know, I don't want to I don't want to play the whole I know you are, but what am I card? But you really could play the whole I know you are, but what am I card? I mean, for, so all right, so we'll get into this. Mitt Romney in the Washington Post, which. You go to the Washington Post and you already know, you already know what's going to happen. The Washington Post is not going to publish anything, even something written by a quote unquote Republican that is positive toward the presidency. And this Mitt Romney piece doesn't disappoint. He wrote an op ed. They published it in the Washington Post. It came out today. And he says the Trump presidency made a deep dissent in December, which is very nice alliteration. uh, I'll applaud him that. The departures of Defense Secretary Jim Mattis and White House Chief of Staff John F. Kelly, the appointment of senior persons of lesser experience, the abandonment of allies who fight beside us, and the president's thoughtless claim that America has long been a sucker in world affairs, affairs all defined his presidency down. Now... Let's take the, that was a, that was the complete first paragraph. That was him setting himself up. So not only has has Mitt Romney come out insulting the president, but he also insults the uh, two people who have been appointed to interim positions at the State Department, and also in the White House. He's basically saying, "Hey, you got people there who are only not qualified. They're they have less experience. While John F. Kennedy, Kelly didn't have any experience as chief of staff until he was chief of staff." That's how. That's how. That's how you get. It's like on the job. Donald Trump didn't have any experience as president until he got elected. You, Mitt Romney, didn't have any experience as governor until you were elected governor of Massachusetts. I still don't know how you pulled that off, but I can't imagine it's because you acted like any kind of conservative. Now he's talking about how we are we are looked down upon in world affairs and Donald Trump Donald Trump went to Iraq over Christmas he surprised the troops landed in Iraq with Melania took pictures with troops there was one guy who came up from the Marine Corps and said I reenlisted because of you he was going to leave he reenlisted because Donald Trump was the president and he trusted Donald Trump with his life he trusted Donald Trump with his sacrifice. He said, if I am going to defend this country, I only want to do it for somebody like Donald Trump. I want that to be my commander in chief. That's the troops saying, look, I will fight for this guy and nobody else. And Donald Trump's out there and he's surprised that he's shaking their hands. And he's taking pictures. He's saying, look, you're here for me. I'm here for you. And he sits down and he goes, look, America is not going to be a sucker in world affairs anymore. And most people thought that was a really positive statement. Everyone was cheering. Everyone was applauding. I was like, yeah. Mitt Romney writes today that, that that's that's a thoughtless claim, a thoughtless claim that America has long been a sucker in world affairs and Donald Trump's presidency is in a deep descent. as a result. I'm going to be honest with you. I read the news every day and I watch the news every day and I listen to the Republicans and I listen to the Democrats and I really didn't think that anybody thought Donald Trump's presidency could get any lower. But here's Mitt Romney said, oh, it's in a deep descent. Everyone already said it would hit rock bottom. A year ago, people were saying it hit rock bottom. I saw everybody over the Christmas break saying this is the end of Donald Trump. He's going to be impeached. Mueller's going to come out with his investigation. There's going to be all, he's going to be indicted, indicted, a sitting president. First time ever will be indicted, not just here, but in the the, uh, state of New York, Southern District. All of these things were going to happen. Donald Trump is at the the lowest he could be. Uh, But apparently, according to Mitt Romney, going to Iraq and meeting with the soldiers and spending time with them over the holidays and saying, hey, we appreciate your sacrifice. We appreciate your service. And we want you to know that America ain't going to be a sucker any longer. That. To Mitt Romney, who is now a newly appointed senator uh, from Utah, that really drove the presidency into a downward descent. He continues. It is well known that Donald Trump was not my choice for the Republican presidential nomination. And yet I'm going to stop here. This is not a Mitt Romney quote. And yet he got it anyway. And now here's Mitt Romney two years later still thinking that anybody cares about anything that he has to say. Mitt Romney ran for president against Barack Obama and got pummeled. Mitt Romney should have won that election. He lost. Mitt Romney came out, came not as a, not as a Republican candidate, but as a Republican, I don't know, figurehead, as this guru, as some kind of Republican elder in the party who was going to lead it back to glory. Mitt Romney comes out and he gave this big, long, choreographed speech that was beautifully written, but basically lambasting Donald Trump point by point, personality trait by personality trait, agenda item by agenda item. He attacked every single aspect of Donald Trump and specifically pointed out why he would make a horrible nominee for the Republican presidential race. And guess who became the Republican nominee? Donald Trump, by a landslide, beat out Marco Rubio in his own home state of Florida. And now, even after all that, Mitt Romney still feels, nobody cared about Mitt Romney then, to the point where every word he uttered were ignored, every word he uttered, they were all ignored, and Donald Trump easily won the nomination, easily won the presidency. Now that he's a senator, I guess he feels like he has... He has some kind of skin in the game or he has some kind of power again. But outside of Utah, nobody cares about Romney. He continues, after he became the nominee, I hoped his campaign would refrain from resentment and name-calling. It did not. When he won the election, I hoped he would rise to the occasion. His early appointments of Rex Tillerson, Jeff Sessions, Nikki Haley, Gary Cohn, H.R. McMaster, Kelly and Mattis were encouraging. But on balance, his conduct over the past two years... Particularly his actions last month is evidence that the president has not risen to the mantle of the office again, Mitt Romney attacking the president who won the election, attacking the people who now serve for him because everyone else has left, and blaming the president for it. If somebody leaves let me you know, let me pick an example for example let's take for example uh, let's say Mad Dog Mattis. All right. He doesn't like the president's direction on Syria. He doesn't like that the president say, hey, you know, what? we're going to pull all the, the troops out of Syria. We defeated ISIS here. We're getting the troops out of Syria. We're going to bring them home. We're going to work on Afghanistan next. We're going to get the troops out of there because that's a thoughtless, pointless war that just continues for decades. And and Mad Dog Mattis doesn't like this. So he quits. How does Donald Trump get blamed for that? Why is it only one in order to compromise? You need to have two people. Two people need to come to a compromise. and if you're unwilling to compromise with your president, if you're unwilling to see his side, then you can quit. But Mitt Romney can't blame Donald Trump for making a good man quit. It's a difference of opinion. I have differences with opinions with my boss every single day. Sometimes I just will take the opposite side for the sake of argument because I you know it's something I, it's just like a hobby of mine. but I don't quit. If you quit your job, you can't blame your boss. You quit your job because of yourself, because you didn't want to fight hard enough or you didn't want to fight long enough or you should never have taken the job in the first place or you had something else you wanted to do or you didn't agree with it. How do how many of us right now think Rex Tillerson really wanted to be secretary of state under Donald Trump? Nobody. Nobody thinks that Rex Tillerson didn't want to be secretary of state under Donald Trump. He wanted to be secretary of state. What about Jeff Sessions? Did he want to be attorney general? No, because the first thing he did was basically recuse himself from the entire office. Jeff Sessions wanted the next step in his career. He didn't want to serve as attorney general. He wanted to be something that was more important than what he was. He wanted power. He got it and he handed it off the, the first second he took office. And Donald Trump was ticked off about it, as would anybody else in that position be. It takes two to tango. You can't just sit there and blatantly blame one person for the acts of many. Those people Rex Tillerson, Jeff Sessions, Gary Cohn, HR McMaster, Kelly, Mattis, none of them. None of them wanted to work with Donald Trump. That's why they're not working with Donald Trump. 855-765-1045. We'll read more of this Rom- uh, Romney letter here in just a minute. It's uh, and we'll get some of your phone calls too. It's the Mark Hay Show, 855-765-1045. Quick break, we'll be right back. Hey, show, My name's Mark K. Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate it. Uh, 855-765-1045. We're about to wrap up the first hour of the show, which used to be the only hour of the show. We be like, you know, one and done. But now we are uh, now we got two to go, or we got two total. So uh, we're one in, we got one more. to. It's, it really kind of it's exciting. I feel so accomplished, and we're not even noon yet. 855-765-1045. We're going to get back to this Romney letter uh, first in just a minute. But first, uh, Mike from the south side is on the phone. He's been waiting very patiently. Mike, thanks for calling the Mar-kay Show. What did you want to say, buddy? Well, uh, I relocated myself to uh, Fort Caroline. Oh, good. Uh, oh. Yeah, because you... hey, I, I, I wasn't sure the source yesterday, but the Defense Department made a statement that they have ample uh, funding for the wall because they got a, a a big bonus, I guess. Bonus, big increase in the budget. Yeah, big increase so, in the budget, which Donald Trump put in there to build the wall. If they weren't going to, I mean, I hadn't heard that yet. I'm going to investigate that. But look, that's probably yeah. going to be the route this is going to take because the Democrats have basically come out and said we're not going to fund the wall ever. Which to me is, and thanks so much for your call, we appreciate it. To me, it's an interesting way, it's an interesting way to run a party. You know, it's an interesting way to start a campaign. We're not going to fund the wall ever. We're not going to pay for border security. We're not going to secure the border. We're going to let it stay open, and we're going to let caravans, and we're going to let people, uh, dreamers and whatnot, whoever else, come in illegally. Basically, that's what they're saying. And it as you head into an election cycle, not an election year per se, but 2019 is the beginning of the bigger election cycle, 2020, you're going to start seeing all of these things pop into action. And now you have the Democrats saying we're not going to give the $5 billion for the wall now or ever. And they are, they are, they are taking the anti Trump stance. They've already, without even knowing it, or maybe they do know it, they are making immigration and the wall the number one issue so far in 2020. And Donald Trump, by, by shutting down the government, which, let's be honest, half the government was still open because they had money. Now that the money is starting to run out, you're not going to be able to go to the Smithsonian, which doesn't matter anyway, because your kids have to be back in school tomorrow. Uh, you're not going to be able to go to, what, the zoo, which, all right, you know, that's fine. We've got a zoo here. So go to the, there's tons of private zoos all around the uh, the country. You don't need to you don't need to worry about it. But there's a lot of people that are you know hemming and hawing and blaming Donald Trump for the shutdown. But it's just like all of these people that that Mitt Romney's writing about. It takes two people to compromise, and Donald Trump is saying, "Look, I need money for the wall," and the Democrats are saying, "You're never going to get it." So who's to blame? Who's to blame for the government shutdown? The guy saying, here's what I want, let's talk, or the people saying, you're never going to get anything, we're, we're not even going to talk to you. You know, until you open the line of communication, any good marriage counselor will tell you, until you have an open line of communication, your marriage is in trouble. And, you know, and, and maybe that's it. Maybe the Democrats want to get divorced from Donald Trump uh, before they even say, I do. But, uh, you know, it's one of those it's one of those arranged marriages. You can't really get out of it. It's not like the it's not like the fairy book kind where you fall in love and that kind of thing. But no, this one's this one's where your parents say you're going to be married to this person and you guys have to figure out a way to to make a life. But five billion dollars again. And it's such a piddly amount of money. When you think about all the spending, there's the guy, I forget his name, but he does all of the uh James Langford. He does all the government studies where at the end of the year he looks at all the waste and he looks at all the money that's been spent by the government on various studies and he totals it up and last year was something like 450 million, or sorry, 450 billion dollars was wasted on stupid stuff like they paid truckers. I don't know if you remember this, there was a study they spent 2 million dollars and they paid truckers, uh what they did was they texted them Encouraging words of weight loss while they were on the road so they would make healthier decisions and lose weight. And that was $2 million of your tax dollars of government money that was spent to a study to text t- truck drivers words of wisdom and weight loss tips so that they would not get fat while hauling their butts around the country. You know, that, and, and that's just one of like a thousand programs that we probably could have done without. Because I think we understand that if you text somebody constantly and tell them not to do something, they're not going to do it. And if you don't believe me, just look at the text messages from my wife because she's texting me constantly. Do this. Don't do that. And I follow the directions. But we didn't get two million dollars from the government. There's all kind of there was one there was one study about puppets and whether or not puppets have a have a uh, an effect on people's psyche and their persona and persona and their and their overall, you know, accomplishment. And it just doesn't make do puppets, make people better people. Something like two point five million dollars was spent on that. We're already at five million of the five billion that we could be using for the wall. Texting truck drivers and studying puppets. There was another program. I think it was like a million dollars they spent on an adult art camp so that adults could continue the creative process by going to art camp. Adults. Art camp. A million dollar. These are the kinds of things that the government program, if you went through and you really took a look at every single line item, if you looked at the budget, if you looked at the waste, if you looked at what we're spending money on, you could go through bit by bit by bit and you could take out enough money to build the wall and not lose sight of any other program. You could build the wall, you could boost the border, you could have added security, you could do all of that, and you could still go on your merry way. You wouldn't have to take the money from the Defense Department, you wouldn't have to boost the budget anywhere else. You would just have to go about your merry way and continue to keep the government open and build the border wall, and everyone would be happy. But the Democrats don't want everyone to be happy. They don't, Donald Trump is sitting there ready, willing, and able to talk. But who drew the line in the sand? Him? No. The Democrats. We will never give you any money for a wall. How are you supposed to compromise with somebody like that? That's like that's like mad dog Mattis saying, I don't want you pulling troops out of Syria, I'm packing my stuff, and I'm out. Eight five five seven six five one oh four five. Look, we gotta take another quick break. We got the news. Um after that we go into our second hour, hour two of the Mark K Show. It's next on News one oh four point five W O K V.